You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one. Arm drag. And welcome to Hit the Books, the only weekly realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am your host, as always, Ryan Knightsey. And with me, as always, is the man of a thousand nicknames, Mikey Man Freddy. Mikey, how are you, my friend? I'm doing great. We nailed that intro on the first try. Not a single, not a single take more. Got it in one. Exactly. I don't even know why we're why is this a topic of conversation? It's not we're just, we're just stoked about it, man. Sometimes, you know. You know, it's always great to get it in one take. Yeah, I mean, obviously, of course. Yeah. One take only. One take That's only. That's it. One, yeah, well, they call me the one take take. I got nothing. <laughs> Awful start. The one, the one, I'm the Taco Bell kid. You're the one take kid. I was about to say kid. Take, one, I, take one kid. I was about to say one take kid. And I was like, well, no, you're the Taco Bell kid. I can't also be the kid. The kid, you, got, uh, you already you got know, a kid. One take One take guy. One One take chump. One take man. <laughs> one take man. It's <laughs> a terrible anime villain. Uh, well, welcome everybody super, to Hit the Books. Like a really bad super villain. Yes. Welcome everybody to Hit the Books. If you don't know, if you're new to this program, well, if you don't know, we are uh, two guys that have been watching wrestling for several years now, and we decided about 18 months ago, you know what? If uh, if if the creative is bad, if everyone says like I can do that better, or everyone fancy books or whatnot, let's try it. Let's try to book Raw and SmackDown every week, and look where we are now. We've been booking it. I am the head director. What what is it, what is it called? I think executive director of Raw. Mikey is the executive director of SmackDown. It's kind of like GM mode, but uh, more intricate and more advanced, as it were. Blue brand baby. Blue brand baby. Uh, and yeah, Mikey, I just do that out of the way. Get the little intro of course you can follow us at hit the books pod and subscribe if you like what you're hearing uh, right, Mikey, the plugs are later i know they are but i'm just getting the, the pre-plugs as it were pre-plugs yes before i like put a, put more hair on the top of my head um well so how are you doing mikey how how's been how's been your week for you how's has been the past week for you uh you know pretty chill not much going on just uh start thinking about my card how it's gonna be oh and uh we're recording this on wednesday before dynamite Oh, yes. So I just wanted to say, it's time to rule some ass. Oh, well, you might have might have blown out the audio. But, yeah, uh, <laughs> it is officially. Yeah, you're excited. You're hyped up. Obviously, you know, hyped up for War Horse versus Cody tonight, Mikey. Or has, I'm like you said, so it's happened days ago. At this point, it happened two days ago. And I'm sure the match was phenomenal. And I cannot wait. Right now, though, I cannot wait for later eight o'clock cannot come soon enough yeah do you do you think what do you think is going to happen in this match i mean as much as i hate to say it war horse is gonna lose we all know it <laughs> but i'm still excited because he's gonna come out he's gonna probably cut a sick promo he's gonna be screaming into the microphone 
We all know it. Uh, and he's going to put on a sick match, and Cody's probably going to be like, damn, kid, I underestimated you. And he's going to give him, like, that uh, like that nod or, like, that handshake at the end that's going to, like, put him over, you know? If it... I feel it. I feel it in my bones. The way Cody's been tweeting, like, oh, this match is going to be five minutes. It's going to be nothing. You know, teasing the fans. I would like... I, have, I feel that, that handshake coming in my bones. What what percentage do you think Warhorse wins? Like 3%. Like, really? That low? There's that tiny little hope in me, but I know it's probably not going to happen. I'm like 30%. You think he you think he has that much of a chance? You, I, you think they you think they're not going to book Cody to win another match? I think there's Cody to win, but I really like the idea of like Warhorse being the one to do it. I don't know if it's Warhorse being the one to do it, but I'm basically going on the my my theory and idea is Cody turns heel and this is the night he turns heel. Because um, what a what better way to turn heel than on an internet beloved guy so, that's been he tweeted at him so, for months now? What, what do you think about this scenario? Warhorse wins tonight. Cody turns heel. They sign Warhorse, and we get a Warhorse Cody Cody storyline. I don't know if we'll get a Cody story Cody Warhorse storyline. I think Cody will get his match back next week and gets just gets the title back. But also, what's the point of doing that? But besides, like a so you pop. think for you think for a week they'll give Warhorse two belts? Yeah, why not? Do you also uh, do you think he's gonna come with his other belt on? Probably uh, not. The right? Independent Wrestling Championship. I think he yeah. should. I think I also think he should. I don't know. I don't if, know if they're gonna let him, it. but I think he should. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if they'll. I mean, they're not doing New Japan title belts, so I'm not sure if they'll do Internet Wrestling title belts. I think he should because I think it'll give him some credence. Uh, no, wrestling title belt is on uh, Matt Cardona. Excuse you. Oh, what, oh, there we go. How about this? We do Warhorse wins it, and then next week it's Zack Ryder versus Warhorse. Uh, Matt Cardona. Sorry, Matt Cardona versus Warhorse, and, and then, then he becomes Warhorse three belts. Oh, <laughs> uh, that sure he combines the two internet titles. He, he take he take it's not it's the independent wrestling television. Whatever championship, Ryan. No, it doesn't matter because no matter what, this episode comes out Friday, and the listeners already know what happens. <laughs> oh, jeez. We do a lot of like previewing things that have already existed to the listeners. Do you think not tonight? But do you think Warhorse has a chance of getting signed to AEW, hmm. or do you think he's going to stay on the independency and then keep defending that title? I think he stays on the independence. I, I. I think the only chance he really has to be signed is if what for whatever reason he pops a huge number in the ratings somehow. We we know he's gonna though. Have you seen the hype behind this match? That's or at least on the internet on the match. Yeah, I mean I wouldn't I know, and they've also been teasing it for like two, three weeks now. This is gonna be the first dynamite I've watched live in weeks because Warhorse is on it. That's a great point. That's a great point. And it's also hilarious that they're doing this on the night on one of the nights that NBA is officially back. Hmm. Like they're trying to use Warhorse to pop a rating, which is hilarious to me. Um, the fact that they even announced him is wild. Yeah, well they're they're trying to get that like I said, they're trying to get that rating. And they'll probably start the show with it. Did they have they oh, done no, that with any have they done that with any other independent wrestler before? Like have they been like this is a TNT championship match versus this independent wrestler? 
first off, I take that back. They'll probably start the show with the Omega Evil Uno Dark Order match because they usually do the tag team first. This will probably be mm-hmm. the nine o'clock match. Have they ever done it first? No. Ricky Starks was a, a surprise. Uh, Eddie, Ricky Starks was a surprise. Eddie Kingston was a surprise. Eddie Kingston was a surprise, but at the very least, Eddie Kingston cut a promo on at a GCW show. Uh, okay. like, like he, he wasn't like saying that he's going to do it. He was basically calling out Cody and tra- challenging him. Mm-hmm. But I mean, also those are the only two people, uh, that were independent. So, I mean this, no, yeah, this is the first time they've really hyped it. And there's even been like some people, I'm trying to think, were there any of the AEW wrestlers that came out that weren't hyped for? Like they just, I mean, that weren't hyped for. I don't know because they hyped up Jake Hager because it was at Fighter Fest. Mm-hmm. They hyped up Sunny Kiss. They hyped up uh, Janella. They hyped. I think did right. They do I Janella? forgot Janella had a shot. Did he do Janella? I think I don't even remember. Oh Jesus! There's also something to say that like I know I know that they don't do like I mean Cody outright said this on Twitter a couple of days ago about heels and faces. But there is something to the idea that, like, every single person that Cody has faced uh, for the uh, TNT Championship has been a face, distinctly a face. Uh, Lance Archer. Oh, well, except the first one. Yeah. yeah. Except the first one. I mean, you can say make an argument for both Ricky Starks and Eddie Kingston. But, I mean, Eddie Kingston cut a promo that kind of made him the heel, but also kind of, if you knew who he was... It's basically if you knew Ricky Starks and knew Eddie Kingston, then they were the face in your eyes. Mm-hmm. Um, but even then, like all the AEW people, it's all been faces barring the first title match. Yeah. Um, but they haven't like they haven't done like Cody versus whoever. Uh, that is the one thing I like about TNT is that like not everything has to be a story. Like uh, every not every single match has to be a feud, like a blood feud situation. Like mm-hmm. they're like, oh, we're doing these open challenges. And that's also what's nice about open challenges is that like that's how you get a lot of those like face face good guy good guy sort of matches or or whatever they're doing. Yes. Um. But yeah, I. So, no, so, turns out there's no link uh, that just has all of Cody's title defenses on it. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, to answer actually answer your question and not go on a tirade about whatever, a diatribe or whatever. Uh, can I, I, weirdly enough, I think there's a higher chance Warhorse wins the title than actually being signed. I think Warhorse, yeah, I think Warhorse could win, has a 30% chance of winning the title, but I think he has like a 10% chance of being signed. I think, I I don't think, I don't think they would do it while he has the title on him. I think if they're going to sign him, he's going to have to lose that title first. I mean, yeah, there's, there's situations. But so far, it doesn't look like it's going to happen. Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to remember. Did, or, did I think they... I don't remember if Orange they signed Orange Cassidy before or after he had that title. After, because uh, he lost... I forgot who he lost it to. I think he lost it to whoever Warhorse won it from. I, no, I, be, I thought... Uh, we're going, now we're just looking things up. I thought that Orange Cassidy lost it to Chris Statlander, won it back... And then eventually lost it to Warhorse. No, Warhorse got it off of somebody else. Warhorse, I can't remember who exactly. Looking it up. wasn't Cassidy though. Looking it up. IWTV Internet Championship. He won it off of Eric Stevens. Yes, that was it. Who had had it less for less than a day. Yikes! No, it's because they 
And then he's had all those successful defenses since then. It's because he defended it on one taping on two different shows. So he won it from Orange Cassidy and then lost it to Warhorse. Okay. And then Warhorse, who's had it for 312 days. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, what a weird lineage, by the way. Jonathan Gresham, Tracy Williams, Orange Cassidy, Chris Statlander, Orange Cassidy, Eric Stevens, Warhorse. What an insane lineage. And that's all the way from 2017 to today. Prestigious title. <laughs> Prestigious oh, yeah. title. Seven people, six people actually, seven titled uh, 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 reigns. Over the course of three years, what a prestigious title! Uh, right now, if you want on IWTV.com, they have in or independentwrestling.tv, they have for free uh, all of Warhorse's title defenses. All wait, all of them? Hasn't he done like a shit ton? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I wonder if this that this will hold true by the time Friday rolls around. But you yeah, know I'm no, already logging right in. Now it's, uh, and one of them, Ryan, mm-hmm. is Warhorse defending his title against none other than Speedball Mike Bailey. Oh fuck! <laughs> can you send me that link so I can you know so I can watch it after this show recording? <laughs> the show has just turned into us watching. Oh, the, are you kidding? Ahead. As soon as soon as we're done here, I'm go I'm watching the Speedball the Speedball match. Yeah, send me that link, please. Uh, I love um, how the show is just quickly turning into us uh, on the internet. So <laughs> quickly getting out of here. Speaking of prestigious titles, Mikey. So if you want to go check out these uh, videos, if they're still up, uh, you go to independentwrestling.tv slash free, and you'll find all of the all the videos there. They have, oh, they have a shit ton of videos. We got, we got stuff like Warhorse versus Ophidian, which was an awesome match that I watched. We have Warhorse versus Kylie Ray. We have Warhorse versus Daniel Makabe. Warhorse versus Mike Bailey. They also have all of Orange Cassidy's. A lot of big names. <laughs> they also have a lot of Orange Cassidy's defenses as well. And I think just the independent wrestling title is free matches. Yeah. Uh, Warhorse versus Danhausen versus Mark Wheeler. I did not know this, so definitely, yeah, definitely go check Warhorse out. Warhorse versus John Silver. Like, we got some big names here. Well, let's transition out of this. Oh, speaking of prestigious right, we titles. we have a card to present. Yes, we have both have a Raw and SmackDown this card is, this to present. This isn't a Warhorse podcast. Not anymore. Uh, not unless he becomes our TNT champion. This isn't This isn't Podhorse. Yeah, spent 15 minutes looking talking about Warhorse. Uh, yeah, so, if you, yeah, like I said, we're a Raw and SmackDown booking podcast. Each of us have written our down our own separate cards for Raw and SmackDown. We're going to present them to each other. We don't know what the other one person wrote, so it's sort of a surprise. And, of course, you know, we'll make comments, questions, concerns, whatever, when it comes to it. Mikey, uh, I should say the audience as well, at the end of every single episode, you know, when it comes out on our Twitter page, pretty at, roughly after it comes out on our Twitter page at some point, there'll be a pinned tweet where you, the audience, can vote on which card you liked better, whether it was my Monday Night Raw card or whether it was Mikey's Friday Night SmackDown card. You can uh, vote in that poll to decide the answer. So definitely go and do that after listening to this episode. But, Mikey, speaking of the that poll, last week's poll's results have come in. Ooh, I can't wait to hear who won. The result is a tie. 50-50. We split down the middle again? Yes, for the second time, we have split Whoa. down the middle. 
Ryan, we are we are battling back and forth here, bud. Yeah, and it was also the return home for both our pay-per-view matches and stuff. Indeed. So it's interesting that we got a tie there. I guess we both did good at the very least. Um, we both did fine. Both did. <laughs> it's hard. It's hard to gauge whether or not the audience thought it was good or not because it's just deciding whose was better. At the very <laughs> least, it, they were equal to each other. Apparently, they were equally okay. Yes. Okay. So, uh, no, our cards are great. I'm I'm, I'm resenting that. It, our cards are amazing. Better than other people's cards, uh, Vince. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, because, you know, Mikey, we usually start with the loser going first. Do you just want to go back and forth between, like, I'll do a show opener, then we'll do your show opener, then match one? Yeah, I like that. that. Sort let's of see that. how it let's feels. Try that out. Let's try those pants on. Yeah. Oh, hold on. Let me change my pants. Let me just unbuckle and then put these new pants on because it's, uh, it's War Horse Day, so my ass has been kicked. Your ass has been ruled, Ryan. Oh, sorry. My mistake. Um, then let's start off. I'll start with Raw, where we have last week, of course, we had the grand unveiling of who attacked Alistair Black. It was none other. It was than... our truth. Well, no, it actually wasn't our truth. Our truth thought it was him, but he didn't realize that he's not, he can't physically turn himself into four different people. Ooh, imagine. Instead, it was LLC. Our truth Shadow Clone Jutsu. Oh, my God. Instead, it was LLC, Lashley, and Cesaro. Uh, the Usos and Roman Reigns financing the whole gimmick. So because of that, Roman Reigns, the Usos, and LLC open Raw already standing in the ring to a chorus of boos. Hopefully, the one time I want the who's, who's directing this chorus? Uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns. Yes, I, I yeah. The one time I want the it's crowd. Like, it's like boo 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 boo. <laughs> <laughs> this is the one time I actually want the crowd to boo Roman. Uh, Fair enough. Roman tells everybody to quiet down, which they probably don't do. Roman no. goes on to say that his journey to win the WWE Championship earlier this year was everything to him. I did everything in my power to return and come back and win the WWE Championship. I even put my entire career on the line. The WWE Championship means so much to me. Then one day, li- one day later, my entire world comes crashing down around me. Vince... Heyman, Brock, all steal the WWE Championship out from underneath me. And then I'm not allowed to ever challenge for the championship again. Bullshit. I've worked so hard. Blood, sweat, and tears. Yeah, Roman bringing out the curse words. Yeah, well, that's how you know he's a heel. He's cussing. <laughs> he's cussing. Uh, I've given my life, and in return, I got shafted by my own boss. So that was it. Fate was sealed. I had to find my way back into the title. I had to go into the Money in the Bank match. And since the qualifiers were already happening, I needed to get in the last one. I needed to face Keith Lee because, you know, I already knew I could kick his ass. So I looked to my family, my own blood, and the Usos to help me out. But I needed to be certain that I could take out Aleister Black, who was Keith Lee's opponent that night, be certain that Black would be taken out. So I talked to my former friend, Seth Rollins. He told me that he could hire LLC for me, but he would only do it if the New Day lose that tag team tournament. So we hired LLC to do both. Take out New Day, take out Black. This is like uh, fucking uh, Charlie Day, and it's always sunny with like the, the pins on the corkboard. Yes, this is, yeah, he's, he's doing his villain grand unveiling of everything. <laughs> The monologue. Uh, Cesaro and Lashley and uh, Lana all not in agreement, basically just confirming all that information. 
Uh, so Jimmy, Jay, Cesaro, and Lashley all got their gear and drove up and attacked Aleister Black, so much so that he is out for months, all while I'm sitting down with that idiot Ricochet chatting about whatever nonsense and catering. Um, Damn. Well, yeah. no, there was no need to go after Ricochet like that. There was oh, absolutely yeah. no reason. Uh, look, I tried to be Mr. Nice Guy, and that got me nowhere, so I had to be ruthless. I paid off LLC got my family in and they did the work. Uh, then they attacked each other to get off the scent, you know, but there was no scent. Cause of course y'all had our truth to figure it out. We all see how that turned out. <laughs> Roman continues saying that sure. He didn't win the money in bank briefcase and had the deal with Bray Wyatt, but that's all in the past. I've got my boys with me and money to spare to hire LLC. I'm coming for that WWE championship. And there's nothing Heyman or Vince or anyone in the WWE universe that can stop me. Lights go out and come back, and Alistair Black is standing behind everyone, all five of th- five of them, yeah. Uh, Alistair Black kicks one of the Usos' head off and then tries to start attacking everyone else. Oh, he killed one of them? He killed one of them. Yeah, they're beheaded. Uh, and then he tries to start attacking everybody else, but he soon quickly gets outnumbered, and he's able to escape properly. All right, so... Alistair Black coming in, raised a little bit of hell, killing one of the Usos. Yes. Tragically. Yes, tragically. He, uh, lo- By decapitating them with a black mask. I uh-huh. Yeah, thoughts oh, on that show wild. opener? I, it was my, it was like a big lot of things heel. Happened. I like Roman. Yeah, I like Roman doing the big supervillain monologue of revealing his master plan mm-hmm. to the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like the the little threads that happened. Like it's like. This can only happen if the USOs lose this. So, so you have to hire LLC to take them out first. Then we can hire. Then after that, we can use them for Alistair Black. And then Roman absolutely shitting on Ricochet for no reason. Yeah, that's that's more of just a seed. It's it's him. It's more like I'm trying for that thing was like me planting a seed for the future. But then also, uh, I need to make him a heel. So I'm just gonna have him shell Ricochet. Just call everyone idiots. Yeah, I was having shit on Ricochet. <laughs> that's Roman's heel. That's Roman's like heel gimmick is that he just calls everyone around him an idiot. Well, like I said, he's no more Mister Nice Guy. He like it hasn't. It got him. You know, it got him to titles, but now it's like everything just crumbled beneath them. So does it? Does it? Is it worth being Mister Nice Guy anymore? Maybe not. I don't know, man. So it's tough call. To make. Yeah. So uh, and, and also. Mikey, to little little teaser there. Just and this is behind the this is the behind the scenes Ryan Knightsey booking brain. <gasps> Just I'm, I've. Do you like my word inclusion there? If you remember the word inclusion of uh, being a nice guy and being ruthless. Interesting. Do you remember the Brock Lenzer, Keith Lee, Paul Heyman contract signing where that those words were also brought up? Yes. That was a very cool choice of words. Yes. Then mm. I like how Roman is like, "Look, it is me. I am the challenger. It should be me." Yeah, he's he should be there. All right, well, that's the show opener, Mikey. What do you got for SmackDown? What what's their show? All opener? right, so my my show opener is much less uh, in depth than yours. Is that a so villain refi- reveal? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just gonna get into it. Randy Orton comes to the ring surrounded by security. He stands in the ring and grabs a microphone, but looks a little more disheveled than usual. His tie's a little loose. His uh, shirt, his like jacket is unbuttoned. His shirt's a little wrinkly. Mm-hmm. He keeps lifting the mic to say something, then putting it down. He he just can't get his words together. Then Orton just drops the mic and leaves with his security team without saying anything at all. Really? But also saying everything. Uh, 
uh, I mean, saying everything is a is a choice. Yeah, he he's honestly yeah. saying that. He, he keeps like he keeps like lifting it, like like maybe about to say something, and then he all of a sudden he just kind of like gives up and is like, nah. okay, and he just leaves. Okay, real interesting. The fear is in his heart, Ryan. <laughs> he's so catch me up. So catch me quickly up to speed about what happened. So he is he is being challenged now by Drew McIntyre for the Universal Championship and he's yes. he lost the demon. He's all disheveled, he's all upset about it, right? Yeah, it looks like it looks like Orton has been up like for two weeks straight. Like, <laughs> he Orton is, Orton hasn't slept since like uh Extreme Rules, it looks like. Oh, interesting. He just he is just so he's gone. <laughs> he's Oh my gosh. Okay then. Okay. I like it. I like it. I like it. It's a little, you know, that little bit of tease of like, oh, what's what's Randy Orton thinking about the the Drew McIntyre challenge? And it's like, he didn't, he, we don't know what he's thinking, but it doesn't look good. Yeah, yeah. I think that was the point I was trying to get across. Of like, we were like we were getting like you said, we were getting that tease of like, oh, maybe we'll find out what he's thinking, but instead he kind of just doesn't say nothing, which kind of tells you everything you need to know Speaks about volumes. it. You know. Speaks volumes. It's be, yeah, him not saying anything kind of speaks volumes to how he feels about Drew McIntyre without having the demon as a backup, you know? I like it. I, I like that. I think that makes sense. I like it a lot. Uh, well, then let's go back to Raw, Mikey, where we open oh, yeah. with the first match, Shayna Baszler versus Bianca Belair. Ooh, all right. If you remember last week when she attacked Belair backstage uh, and, they, and then beat Naomi later in the night. Uh, Bianca Belair, of course, with Naomi here. Uh, gonna say this, Mikey. Surprise victory! Belair wins with the roll up. Oh, all right. Bianca Belair gets the roll up victory on Shayna Baszler. Shayna Baszler is distinctly upset following the match. Bianca Belair getting getting the win on Shayna Baszler. Huge win for Belair. Yes, yes, I would agree. Huge win for Belair. Uh, to try to build up even more, and maybe there's something to say that hey, look, Bianca Belair just pinned Miss Money in the Bank Shayna Baszler. Ooh, ooh, interesting. Mm-hmm. Interesting. All right, so that's awesome. Let's cut back to match number one for SmackDown Live. We have Roderick Strong versus Mustafa Ali, which Pete Dunne is watching from the back. When Rod and Roderick Strong picks up the victory, so we got Pete Dunne in the back watching from that awkward angle, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, and do you mind if I roll right into my next segment because it kind of ties into this? Match. Yeah, go for it. Okay, so after the after after the match, we cut back to the to where Pete Dunne is watching TV to see his reaction, but Pete Dunne is not there, and the shot lingers on the TV when we see Pete Dunne attack Roderick Strong, celebrating from behind. And he, <laughs> so yeah. Okay. We like cut to the back. We like cut to the back to see Pete Dunn's reaction. They're, to Roderick Strong. Yeah, they're Pete they're, Dunn's they're going there. to go do an interview with Pete Dunn. They're like, okay, let's cut yeah, back yeah. to Pete Dunn for the interview. Where the hell is Pete Dunn? And then the the shot of the TV shows Pete Dunn attack Roderick Strong. That's great. <laughs> That's such um, a great and, idea, honestly. And then we cut back to the main cam, um, where Pete Dunn is beating down Roderick Strong, but then Undisputed Era come out and get done off of strong and they start beating Pete Dunn down but then who makes the save none other than Kevin Owens with a steel chair yeah, baby. coming to the ring 
to make the save for Pete Dunne and chasing off Undisputed Era. Oh, I like that. Oh, I like that a lot, actually. Also, I also like the team of Pete Dunne and Kevin Owens a lot. <laughs> There's something about that. I really like the... We got the... Bru- it's it's like we have... The Owen weights? <laughs> we have KO and the Bruiser weight. Like, it's like two just... Two guys who just want to punch people. Yeah. Like, they just want to beat people up. Yeah, two big bruisers right there. I, I like it. that a lot, honestly. That's a pretty that's a p- pretty solid crew. Oh, I'm, I'm stoked for it. Yeah, I'm very stoked for that. Uh, well, then there we go. Let's keep keep the ball rolling, as it were. Yeah, let's see what that, next, that first segment is over on Monday Night. Yes, Monday Night Raw. We got segment, which is a backstage interview with AJ Styles. AJ says, of course, like we said last week, AJ Styles uh, interfered with the WWE Championship match at Extreme Rules, and then uh, him and Andrade beat Keith Lee and Daniel Bryan last week. So he's backstage interview. He says that he doesn't care what Paul Heyman thinks. Keith Lee is not a star. He's just another twerp trying to take my spot. They really don't like Keith Lee, huh? Ah, they're heels, baby. Uh, he's trying to take my spot. I've earned my spot in this company by becoming the best all over the world. I come here. I almost immediately become WWE championship. I am the star. This kid hasn't yet earned his spot. Not while I'm here. And by, and by the way, Paul, I'm, I'm coming after Brock's title and I'm winning the WWE championship. Bold statement. So yeah. Calling their shot. Yeah. Bringing it, dunking on Keith Lee and, uh, and I also am tying into a little bit of current real life heat that AJ Styles has. We're upset, upset that people have taken his spot. Uh, I guess because he did already did your segment, we'll go continue on to my match, Mikey. Sure. Uh, which is the two fly guys, Ricochet and Cedric Alexander. Two fly guys! <laughs> team of Ricochet and Alexander Incredible. against the Usos. Like right. I said, a little bit of Tease into the future here, Mikey. Oh yeah, with Ricochet coming up. Yeah, after after Roman called Ricochet an idiot. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I should say the Usos get the victory. All right, Usos... I figured that was coming after after the the opening promo. I figured that might be the case. Usos get the victory. Ricochet apparently has his mind probably on something else. <laughs> probably on Roman calling him an idiot for literally no reason. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Usos get the victory. Good on the Usos. All right. Cool. 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 All right, so let's hop into my match number two over on Friday night, which is Sasha Banks versus Asuka on free TV. We're giving away, we're just giving away those pay-per-view matches. Yes, baby. And in this match, Sasha Banks picks up the victory. Yet again. After the lights go out while Banks is in the Asuka lock. When the lights come back on, Banks is free and Asuka's out cold and Sasha gets the pin. She looks disappointed though because she wasn't the one to earn that victory, you know? Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll touch on that more later tonight. At a later date. Oh, interesting. <laughs> yeah, I'm interested. I'm really interested to see where the Sasha Banks storyline's going here. I have an idea, but I don't know how good it's going to play. To re- the reveal? Yeah, I like I like it. I like where it's going. Like I like the idea, but I don't know how everyone else is gonna like the idea. Yeah, I'm like personally, I'm like intrigued, but I'm sort of like I'm st- I'm waiting. You know what I mean? 
to really mm-hmm. give my case. I'm sort of just like, let's let's see how this plays out. You know, because it, it could be like, I don't know, it could be like a reveal of, you know, whomever. It could be just be like, you know, it could be a call up. It could be whoever. I'm just sort of like, you know, you did get a, we'll you see. did get a call up last week, I should say. Uh, yes. Also, we have a tie, so you might you might get another call up. But uh, <laughs> like, you know, mine's sort of like I I don't know, I don't really have a take until I see the full reveal, I guess. Fair enough. Uh, Ryan, take us to video package. Video package town. Very quick video package, Mikey. It's just recapping what happened on the Peep Show last week. Which to recap, I did not fully write out my card. I'd even write it out. I didn't even read it, write the rest of it out last week, so I can't really recap it here at all. Basically, uh, Edge and Christian, Edge returned on last week on Raw, uh, on the Peep Show with Christian. Rollins interrupted, and they got into a little bit of a fight, a little bit of a tizzy. A little bit of a tizzy, a little bit of a scuffle. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I'm excited to know where that goes. Oh, and we did, I, the big announcement from that was the official mount, match announcement of Edge versus Seth Rollins at SummerSlam. All right, I'm that I'm that I'm still excited. Yes, about. that is that's a dream match right there, baby. Mm-hmm. Okay, what's mm-hmm. what's your video package over at SmackDown? Video package town over in SmackDown consists of one nation in a dark room. Posters of each tag team on SD are hanging on the wall. They go one by one down the line. Street Profits. They paint a big X over the poster. <laughs> Heavy Machinery. Another big X. Oh my God. Mustafa Ali. X. Rey Mysterio. X. Oh my God. We have faced and beat, and then they, they go on to say, we have faced and beaten every tag team SmackDown has thrown our way, and scraped and clawed until we made our way to the very top of this division. Yes, the, yeah, we, they have. We are the rulers of the tag division, and the pinnacle of what a tag team can be. No one is going to take us off our mountain. Even if they try, they will only fall like all the rest. Yeah. We're the one nation that stands tall. Everyone else falls. We're the one nation, baby. One nation stands tall. Everyone falls. Cruz and Tazawa, Cruz and Tazawa with their rise to rise to stardom. They absolutely scraped and they. When they say they scraped and clawed, they are not. They lying. were not lying. Remember, they were nothing a couple months ago. When we were yeah. When we were booking together, they were like not even a blip on our radar. And then we put them together, and it was like. We really like this team. So like slowly we like built them and built them and built them and then I think I think they're no not not trying to like call you out or anything, but I think their real build happened after the split, you know. No, I mean, I'll be honest. I was like sl- I really loved One Nation. And obviously before the split, One Nation had more of like a anti-managerial uh character gimmick, right? Uh mm-hmm. and I was I really liked them and I was slightly nervous when the split happened, you took them because I also really wanted them. I was like, oh, mm-hmm. I really like One Nation. And I feel like you've done a great job since the split. You've made them, not only did they become champions, but they have become dominant champions. And they basically, they've dropped an anti-managerial character because they don't need to be anti-managers. They've moved beyond, you know, uh they've become they've become a unit in themselves yes they've moved beyond the need of like they're above everybody else you know they're one nation mm-hmm. stand tall everybody else falls that's a t-shirt give me a t-shirt oh, yeah, it is. <laughs> uh but what yeah well i i love what one nation's doing i mean who the hell who was on that list again like who do you even I'm trying to think of who you can... uh heavy machinery street profits ali mysterio birch and lorkin 
I don't. I, actually, I was looking. I don't think they've they maybe they faced them like once or twice, but it wasn't like a big thing. Might maybe in the past before the split. Yeah, I think I think that was it because I was looking at through my old cards and I haven't really seen them take on Birch and Lorkin or anything like that. You know, mm-hmm. Let me see. that's why I said the tag team SmackDown threw at them. Like anyone they have been scheduled to face against. Mm-hmm. Or, like, had matches against, they won. Let me see if I can look it up. There was one certain tag team that I uh, can't really mention right now. I get you. Don't worry about it. I get you. I hope maybe the audience also remembers and also understands. <laughs> and I hope they do. Uh, I'm just checking real quick. Um, let's see if I can do... I'm checking the archive to see if I can find some sort of answer. God dang it. Come on. Man, the archive doesn't work like that, does it? Dang it. <laughs> I was hoping that I got maybe that's a thing into our website, I just realized. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out for next time. We'll figure it out. Uh well maybe I can check the other archive. Yeah, no, I, I think I feel like they might have faced I really I really feel like they might have faced uh those dudes on my like i said on my cards i don't think they have uh but they might have in the past when we were still booking as a squad yeah i just don't remember i'll i'll check it up for you as recording and just give you the update later so let's move over back to match number three on raw it is seth rollins with uh murphy and mastiff by his side taken on the miz uh, Murphy and Mastiff get involved a lot. I bet. Uh, and ultimately, Seth Rollins wins. But Mikey, I know what you're wondering. How does he win? He wins with a spear. Whoa. All right. All right. I like it. Yes. Yeah, so a little additional nod and sort of that FU to uh, Edge. You know, just continue that rivalry, even though Edge is not here. I like that. I like I like that little nod to Edge. Also, also, uh, it kind of is a like it. It's also kind of a nod to Roman after he said that Seth hired LLC earlier, which I thought was neat. Yes, just remind people these are the people that that are doing all this stuff. Yeah, it's it's so it's like it's like a double it's like a double nod almost. You know. Yes. Yes, it is. Oh, I guess I I just wanted to announce what my main event was. I was supposed to do it at the show opener. Be, you know, it'd be mm-hmm. like, oh, this is what happens after the show opener. The main event, Mikey, is Alistair Black versus Cesaro. All right. That's my main event. Just run that because I forgot to. I guess I should probably announce. Actually, no, I, I, you had a reason to announce yours. I don't really have one to announce right Fair now. Fair enough. What ha- well, what's your match number three instead? My match number three is Jeff Hardy versus Shelton Benjamin, and when Jeff Hardy gets the win. Okay. Jeff Hardy. Oh, That's it. oh I like the. <laughs> easy peasy. Easy peasy. No, but I like that you're giving Jeff Hardy the win there. It was recently, you know, we were talking about how, like, you know, uh, I was like, I think it was last week where we were like, yeah, Jeff Hardy is uh, pretty low in the totem pole over them. Yeah, I, 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 I'm not giving him the credit he deserves. Like, like as much as he had his, like, for me, it was like, oh, yeah, Jeff Hardy had his time. I'm trying to push new people. But it's like, he's still here. He's still a, he's still a big name on SmackDown. You gotta, I got to give him something, you know? I get you. I get that. Like, I feel like I, I, was over, I think I was overlooking Jeff Hardy too much, you know? I get that. I get that. 
Um, real quickly on the Birch and Lorcan versus One Nation thing, it does not appear that they've ever had a rivalry. They did have a match January third of twenty nineteen, um, where One Nation was starting out. Um, they were involved when Street Profits and One Nation were having their mini feud at the time. Street Profits took them out in a tag match, and Birch and Lorcan replaced them. Interesting. Um, and then. In a big, uh, what is this? Two, four, six, twelve-man tag match. Uh, Birch and Lorkin and o- and One Nation were on either sides of it. But no, they've never had a proper feud. A proper feud. Interesting. Interesting. Very interesting. Interesting with SummerSlam coming up and One Nation looking for challengers. Mm, and, and very mm. interesting. I put on a monocle. Mm. Okay, well, let's keep it rolling. Backstage interview with Bianca Blair over on Raw. Bianca Blair and Naomi, I should say. Naomi, Naomi says that last week we got the we got jumped and beaten, and this week, thanks to Bianca here, we proved we're smarter. We've got the brains. We've got the numbers. And then Bianca chimes in saying that uh, now we want the Money in the Bank briefcase. I beat you, Shayna. Give me that shot. Dang, the Money in the Bank. The Money in the Bank briefcase is getting treated like a title almost. Why not here. though? Like I, I, I feel like it's a why not sort of situation. And maybe it's maybe I mean, maybe I'm setting things up or whatever as I shift my eyes back and forth. But you know, maybe mm-hmm. you know, I'm just you know, I don't see if you have it, why not? And you and you pin. My thing is like it sort of it should sort of are be like. Calling, are you calling me out for not using Sami Zayn? No, I'm not. I'm not. I, that's just this is my I personal the Money in the Bank. I think it can be used. However, I just feel like. At the very least, storyline-wise, I wanted to... Well, one, I needed to get the briefcase off of Nia Jax because I didn't realize that Becky Lynch was pregnant <laughs> at the time when I put the t- briefcase on Nia Jax. Fair. Uh, so I needed to do that. But then storyline-wise, I think it makes sense for Bianca Blair and Naomi to want the briefcase. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm just sort of like doing it there. And, you know, maybe I got plans. <laughs> Again, as I shift my eyes back and forth. <laughs> I'm darting my eyes over the place. Okay, what's happened over on Raw or SmackDown? Over on SmackDown, we also have a backstage interview with a debuting Piper Niven. Hey! Asking, asking her about how it feels to be on SmackDown. Piper responds, Honestly, being on he- on this roster with some of the most talented and dedicated wrestlers in the world is like a dream come true. But that doesn't mean I'm going to be taking it easy on anyone. I'm going to fight as hard as I can night in and night out to prove that I can kick some ass and show all the women on the roster that there's going to, that there's a new girl in town and that I'm gunning for the top spot and Piper heads off for her match next. Hey, Piper. Is it? Yeah. Piper Niven. I was confused. You're a Viper. Piper Niven Niven making her debut. Well, well, fair enough. Are you, do you, do you want to lead straight into that match? Sure. uh, It's the, the match. Uh, is Piper Niven versus Peyton Royce, in which Piper Niven picks up the victory. Okay. Piper Niven making a solid uh, 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 debut, defeating uh, Peyton Royce. Mm-hmm. I like it. A little, little hype-up interview to get the crowd interested into who this person is and remind them of, like, hey, if you watch NXT UK, you know who this is. And uh, mm-hmm. we'll do that. Solid. I think solid debut for Piper. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited. I was watching uh, some Piper Niven stuff on YouTube before I booked her just to see where i should go and i think i have ideas okay i like it i like it a lot 
Um, let's move down back to Raw and match number four for Raw. It is Alexa Bliss with Nia Jax against Rhea Ripley with, uh, who I wrote Bliss. It's Morgan with Rhea Ripley versus Morgan for the Raw Women's Championship. Ooh, all right. I forgot about this match. Oh, I'm excited. Yes, if you don't remember, last week uh, or at Extreme Rules, there was a stipulation in place that if Morgan and Ripley uh, successfully retain their Women's Tag Team Championship, they can each individually challenge Alexa Bliss for their Raw for her Raw Women's Championship. Last week, after Morgan Ripley defeated Italia and Carmella, Rhea Ripley got on the mic and stated that she's going to put her challenge next week against Bliss. So here we go, the Raw Women's Championship match. Uh, and who else is watching this match backstage, Mikey, but Shayna Baszler. Ooh, all right, all right, all right. So I'm just going to say right now, uh, the winner for the Raw Women's Championship, with the help of distraction from Nia Jax, is Alexa Bliss. <gasps> All right. Alexa Bliss, Alexa Bliss successfully retains over Rhea Ripley due to distractions. Damn, I was hoping Rhea Ripley was going to get the win here, but Alexa Bliss playing dirty. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's Alexa Bliss. What, I mean, what else are you going to do here? Um, Classic. But yeah, you know, Rhea Ripley gets a solid titled match, but again, maybe... You know, maybe uh, it's a little too early for her to win the title, so you have to make her look good in a way, but also lose. Mm-hmm. So just and to, and eventually move the story along because you know now that means that Liv Morgan also has a shot at the Raw Women's Championship. So when is she gonna cash that in, as it were? Indeed. Okay. Uh, I you already did the next match, so I'll move into my next segment, my final segment which is a backstage interview with Elias. Uh, Charlie Caruso congratulates Elias on his big win over King Corbin last week. Uh, Elias says that he doesn't actually think it was a big win last week, seeing that it was just Baron Corbin, or just King Corbin. But he appreciates the love nonetheless. Uh, Charlie asks, what's Elias' next goal? Uh, Elias says that it's looking like there is no current number one contender for the Intercontinental Championship and he wouldn't mind earning that spot. He's heard rumblings of a battle royal down the line, but he's just going to wait and see. Interesting. Interesting. Elias Elias possibly calling his next shot. Yes. Elias is definitely throwing his hat into the fray. Who, where, where are you throwing hat? All while, all while burying Corbin. I hat in the ring. Hat in the ring. That's the phrase. Yes. Uh, shitting on Baron Corbin. I'm sure Baron Corbin will not like that. I don't think so. Or King Corbin. I sorry. His he's his Majesty King Corbin. My mistake. Okay. Well then, Mikey, what's your uh, next interview? Next up, our backstage segment is Sasha in her locker room, and she finds yet another note, which says, "Don't think I didn't believe in you tonight. That one was personal. I know this is a confusing time for you, but we both know you are much better than that losing streak you were on." I promise I'll reveal myself soon, and then we have a job to do. Interesting. So Sasha Banks defeats Asuka with help from this person. Last week, Mm -hmm. who did Sasha Banks defeat last week? Sasha Banks took out Mandy Rose last week. Okay, whatever. (laughs) Sasha Banks took out Mandy Rose on her own. Okay, well, Sasha Banks defeated Asuka, who was the former SmackDown Women's Champion, and that one was personal. Hmm... Hmm. I'm gonna say 
real quick that I wanted Sasha Banks versus Asuka to be the main event. But I also wanted this promo to happen, this uh, little moment to happen tonight. So it was hard to fit both in. Like, it was hard to fit that match at the main event and also that little moment in. Yes. So unfortunately, Sasha Banks versus Asuka couldn't be the main event, although it probably should. Like, like, out of all the matches on this card, not going to lie, probably should be. I see. No, I see. I, I, I see what you mean there. Yeah, it's a... Uh... It is a high-profile... I mean, yeah, it's a high-profile match, maybe, but I can also see an argument for it to not be the main event since Sasha Banks is, like, coming off of a losing streak and Asuka is coming off of two failed title challenges. Yeah, but it's still Asuka versus Sasha Banks. Very very true. Very true. Okay. Well, let me hit you with my main event over on Raw, Mikey. Yes, let's hear, let's hear your main event. Aleister Black versus Cesaro. Uh, All right. speaking on it there's a reason why this wasn't i could have also done the raw women's championship in the main event but i feel like this storyline is a little bit higher profile than the raw women's championship also Mm -hmm. also reasons which i will go into but this match is that it is alistair black versus cesaro with of course lashley and lana in his corner uh against one each other uh very uh high hitting match so that's just a match i want to see on paper uh, well, sorry, oh, yeah. not on paper, but in the ring. Uh, and I will say yeah. that Aleister Black gets the victory over Cesaro here. All right. Aleister Black uh, returning in his return match, getting a big victory. Mm-hmm. Lashley, Bobby Lashley does attack Black after the match. Um, you know, gets, gets another beat down on Aleister Black. Uh, New Day comes out for the save, but the uh, mid-run in, the Usos cut them off and attack the New Day. Ooh, I like the idea of the New Day running to the ring and then the Usos cutting them off with uh, in tandem super kicks. Oh yeah, you know, you know it, you know it, baby. Even though there's only two, there's two Usos and three New I'm Day. Like... Yeah, yeah, don't worry about the numbers. <laughs> don't think too hard. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. But yeah, uh, Usos stop uh, the the run in mid run in uh, ends with Black New Day being run off. Which will uh, build to? I guess I can. I'll just announce for the main event next week, which will happen. Uh, the announcement will happen on Twitter over the week, or whatever. But basically, uh, the main event next week will be New Day and Aleister Black versus LLC and the Usos. I also have an on 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 Twitter announcement for next week's main event. Okay. Well, there we go. Let's find out what's your current main event this week. My current main event this week is Adam Cole versus Dolph Ziggler. Really? In which. Adam Cole picks up the victory with Yui distracting the ref. Interesting. Why Why are you picking that one as your main event? Uh, building up Adam Cole mostly. Okay. Okay. It's a build up of Adam Cole. It is question for you is Ziggler have Rude by his side? Does Cole have whoever by yes. his side? Cole has un- Cole has uh, part of Undisputed Era and Ziggler has Rude, but Undisputed Era took care of the, the that. Yeah, it's the numbers game at that point. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I like it. Adam Cole gets the gets the main event win. I can see what he mean, but like it wasn't like a flashy main event. I think. Yeah, main... like Sasha Banks versus Oscar was the flashy main yeah. event, but I needed to do that other thing to work in the story a little bit. Yeah, I get you. I couldn't find like a good way to do it. Okay, well, I like it. I, I think you had a solid card here, Mikey. I think you know going Thank you. going from top down. I like. I think it had a strong start. Oh, I think he's moved some around. Do you did he move some of the matches around while we were recording? No. Was I was I crazy? Am I, am I crazy? I thought I thought Banks and Oscar was your semi main. No. 
I, nope. This is how it's always. This is how it was. Oh, I am crazy then. <laughs> uh, I thought I had a solid start. And then I think, you know, the second hour, I guess, Hardy and Benjamin, you're building up Hardy, debut of Nevin, and then uh, Adam Cole Ziggler. It, the second half, I feel like, is building up. You know what yeah. I mean? The second half of your card was, like, building up people while you had, like, a very solid mm. start. I like it. I like it. And, I, and I'm excited. What do, you, do you have any idea, any match announcements for SummerSlam yet? Doesn't seem like it. Not for SummerSlam, but I do have one for next week, if uh, if I may. Yeah, go for it. So next week, we have the, the old Twitter announcement. We have uh, Pete Dunne and Kevin Owens versus Roderick Strong and Adam Cole as our main event. Pete Dunne and Kevin Owens versus whom? Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. Roderick Strong and Adam Cole. I like that a lot, honestly. <laughs> I love the team. As, like I said, I love the team of Pete Dunne and Kevin Owens. Didn't think about that for a while, but I just like that a lot. I'm just excited to have Kevin Owens and Adam Cole in the same ring. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And don't even, don't even get me started on the idea of like all those teases that the internet loves to have of Kevin Owens and Undisputed Era. My heart. Yeah, I mean that's I... PWG, PWG. Oh my God, that Mountain Rushmore baby, uh, <laughs> kind of Mountain Rushmore 2.0 as well. Um, yeah, I like it. I like that. Uh, well, then, folks at home, if you liked Mikey's SmackDown card, or if you liked my Raw card, I guess we should just give them a full rundown real quickly, Mikey. If that might help the listeners a little bit. Indeed. Uh, so just a real quick rundown of my Raw card, which was opening with Roman Reigns Usos LLC, giving them sort of a, a, the super villain uh, reveal of the plan of everything that happened. Aleister Black uh, attacks them, but quickly gets outnumbered. Followed up with a match between Baszler and Bianca Blair, with Belair getting the win. A backstage interview saying that Keith Lee is not a star and he's coming after the title. Then we got a match between Ricochet and Alexander versus Usos of Usos getting the win. Video package of the Peep Show from last night. Then a match between Rollins and Miz, where Rin- Rollins wins of a spear. Direct call out to Edge. Then a backstage interview with Bianca Belair and Naomi, where they say that they want a shot at the Miss Money in the Bank briefcase. Then we have Bliss versus Ripley for the Raw Women's Championship, which Bliss gets the win over distractions. Backstage interview with Elias, saying that he's interested in the IC title, but there might be a battle royal happening soon. And then the main event with Black and Cesaro with Black getting the win, but then him, New Day, all get beat down and attacked by uh, LLC and the Usos. All right. And if you like that card, vote for Raw in the Twitter profile on the Twitter pin tweet at Hit the Books Pod. Uh, vote for Raw on that poll that drops. And if you want, if you hate Raw, <laughs> you should vote for this SmackDown card. In which Randy Orton opens the show where he comes to the ring surrounded by security and he grabs a microphone but can't quite think about what to say because he, he seems like he's a little uh, little scared. And he uh, drops the mic and leaves with his team of security. And we have match one, uh, Roderick Strong versus Mustafa Ali, which Pete Dunne is watching from the back. And Roderick Strong gets the win. And then after the match, Pete Dunne runs to the ring and attacks Strong. Uh, but the Undisputed Era beats him down for it. And Kevin Owens comes and makes the save with a steel chair. Setting up our match next week with Pete Dunne and Kevin Owens versus Roger Strong and Adam Cole. After that, we have Sasha Banks versus Asuka, in which Banks picks up the victory after the lights go out and Asuka is down and Sasha picks up the pin. After that, we have One Nation in the dark room, uh, crossing out all those tag team posters and uh, declaring that no one can stop the. Great promo. After that, we have. Yeah. 
After that, we have Jeff Hardy versus Shelton Benjamin, which Jeff Hardy gets the victory. Next up, we have the backstage interview with Piper Niven, asking her how it feels to be on SmackDown, and that she is here to kick ass and take names. Which leads into our next match of Piper Niven versus Peyton Royce, in which Piper Niven picks up the victory. Then we have Sasha in her locker room with yet another note saying she saying that uh, the reveal is coming soon. And that this attack was a little personal. And then we have our main event, Adam Cole with Undisputed Era versus Dolph Ziggler with Rude, in which Adam Cole picks up the victory. I like it. You can go vote for that or Raw on our Twitter page at HitTheBooksPod. It's going to be that twin, twinned, uh, pinned tweet at the top of our profile page. So go there and uh, go vote. Uh, we would greatly appreciate it'll be it. Our, it'll be our twin peak. Our twin peak. Uh, so yes, uh, before we leave this episode of Hit the Books, Mikey, like we said at the top of the show, there was a tie last week in last week's poll. And if you don't know, folks, a tie means that both of us have to roll the randomizer on each other. That randomizer is a list of like 40 things um, where uh, various things can happen. So uh, we'll find out exactly what those things are. Mikey, are you ready to get randomized? Only if you are as well. Don't don't you put this hurt on me, Ricky Bobby. <laughs> don't you do this. <laughs> don't you do this to me. So help me God. All right. Let's hit it. Come on. Come on, baby. Come on. It's like it's like it's the thing about the internet is that it's so slow sometimes, so it's just like very, very nervous. There is one thing that's currently it still says it's loading, so I'm sort of afraid. Well, I have mine for you if you if you would like me to say it while we wait. Okay. Well, mine is officially loaded, so I also have mine for well, you. Never mind. Okay. Well, then I'll. Get, would you like yours? Yeah. Something. Uh. So Ryan, for you. Yes. I have a match interference. Oh, another one. A <laughs> must interfere in the match. I know you just got this, but the randomizer uh, is living by its namesake of being random, so. Hmm. Am I already in the clear where Nia Jax gets involved with the Raw Women's Championship match and like Murphy and Mastiff can involve in the Rollins Miz match? I'll take that. I'll take like that. I, technically, I already have two slash three match interferences. Yeah, I'll take that one. Aha! I've made it. I've made it through to the other side. Uh okay well right. Mikey uh, well hit me I guess uh, a little uh, not as bad it kind of sucks but not as bad cut a match someone went oh, over the math, match length and you now you have to I cut the match wouldn't say that. cut the match to hit that two hour mark so yeah you got a couple matches here uh, it could hurt the poll because now you have one last match are you going to be cutting uh strong Ali Banks Oscar Hardy Benjamin Niven Royce or Cole Ziggler. Well, unfortunately, there's only one match here that doesn't have <laughs> story implications on it. <laughs> and it's Jeff Hardy Benjamin. Oh, so that sucks. I feel so bad for for them. It's fine. I'll just move it to next week. I'm sure there'll be room. Well, I feel bad, Mikey, because literally when we talked about that match, literally we were like, yeah, you know, Jeff Hardy... Uh, Jeff Hardy, you know, hasn't done a lot of stuff. Stop cutting my matches then, Ryan. He's on this big losing streak, and now you're giving him a final shot. 
bringing him back, and then he just his match gets cut. Oh, oh, poor Jeff, poor Jeff. Well, there we go. Maybe maybe next week we'll see Hardy Benjamin again. Finally, after all these years, oh, poor Jeff Hardy. Well, there we go. That's our this week's episode of Hit the Books in the official books in the history books. Uh, like we said, go to Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. You can give us a follow, but then you can also vote in that Twin Pete. Shit, I did it again. Get wrecked. Our, our pinned tweet at the top of the page and vote on whether or not you like Raw or SmackDown. Uh, so definitely go do that. Like we said, you, if you like what you heard, you can subscribe to this podcast feed. We would greatly appreciate a subscription from you because not only can you, let, can you listen to this show every single Friday, but we also listen to our sister show, Wrestling of Statistics, every Monday, along with all those extra pay-per-view specials that we do for Hit the Books as well. So you can always look out for that. If you also really liked what you enjoyed, we would really appreciate it if you gave us a five-star review on iTunes. It helps us out a lot more than you think. And also, we just you know want to hear what you think of the show. So you can go vote there as well. Obviously, like we said, we'll greatly appreciate it. And like Mikey said on Wrestling and Statistics earlier this week, we would even love it more if you give us a five-star review and then in the comments, give us one star, just one star, so that we can officially know you've given us a six-star review. Uh, yes. Because uh, sadly, iTunes doesn't track that. Um, or if you want, you can also give us a uh, five six-star reviews or six five-star reviews. Yes, or six separate five-star reviews. <laughs> or give us a three-star and a two-star and say it's five stars. But also don't do that because that will mess up the algorithm. Yes, yeah, so re- just pad our numbers. Just pad our numbers somehow. Um, so there we go. That's this week's episode of Hit the Books. Mikey, anything for you to plug? Uh, well, you can go subscribe to our YouTube channel, where we have all of our all of our cards in video form, and we have all of our 2K outcomes in which we commentate our matches, which we which we haven't done one in a while, and I'm very upset about it because they're very fun. Every single time you say we haven't done one in a while, we then roll it like the next episode or two. <laughs> You're teasing it. <laughs> Putting it into the universe. Putting it into the universe. The WWE universe, as it were. Chaos magic at its finest. Yeah, go to our YouTube channel. Um, yeah, dude. Uh, so, so we said, so go to our YouTube channel, and hopefully soon we'll roll another 2K outcome so we can do our commentary. Um, we can. We also have our pay per view reviews there, and everything, you, everything you can ever want. So subscribe there, like those videos. Yo, like, comment, and subscribe. Oh no. <laughs> um. But yeah, and go check out our website, acvpod.com, where you can find literally everything that has to do with anything about our show. Yeah, we got the full archive. So everything before Extreme Rules and before uh, since, what, SummerSlam of 2018, when we diverted, everything is there. So you can catch up and read everything for our back history. And of course, we got some extra stuff like uh, Championship History, and so just some quick bits, and uh, the... Uh, rankings, which we can just sort of see as well, sort of see basically who uh, we kind of push and pushed in the past month or so, or still continue to push, like McIntyre, like Baszler. Um, so yeah, go check out all of those things at htbpod.com. Uh, we appreciate it. Uh, and I think that is it. Like I said, you can follow us on Twitter at HitTheBooksPod. Subscribe and review. Go on YouTube. We appreciate all of those things. Until next time, for Mikey, I have been Ryan. 
We'll see you next week. And until then, we've got two words for you. Book it. This has been a Countout Podcast. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Mail checks, invoices, documents, and everything you need to keep your business running. Get rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS. And with the mobile app, you can take care of mailing on the go. Make the same no-brainer decisions as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up at Stamps.com with code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM.